Hello, welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for riding along today. It's a pleasure being with you always. The title of today's episode is My 29 All-Time Favorite Music Songs, Volume 3. When I did the very first, the Volume 1, those were really songs that seemed to stick with me that I really thought were my very favorite songs. Well, as time went on, I would hear songs and think, I should have been on that first 29. Well, I had already picked my 29, recorded it, put it out there for y'all to hear. So I made a second volume, volume two, last year, and I put a legal pad on my desk, and once in a while I'd come across a song that I thought that should have been on there. So I wrote them down one by one, and now I have another 29. So I guess I should have called it my 57 all-time favorite songs, but it's possible next year we'll have another 29. So this one's volume three in this ongoing list of music. You know, music is a wonderful thing. I have music on almost constantly where the TV only goes on if I want to watch a show. A lot of times I'll sit in my TV room with my serious channel going over my TV speakers and watch the fire in the wintertime or look out at my fields during the summertime. The station I listen to on Sirius is a 60s station, but by no means are these songs on this list limited to the 1960s. So. Let's get on with this. My number one song, and these are in no particular order. They're just as they came to me, and I would write them down. The very first one is I Go to Pieces by Peter and Gordon. Del Shannon wrote it, and Peter and Gordon recorded it in 1964. Number two song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears recorded in 1985. Number three on my list of 29 all-time favorite songs, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue by Crystal Gale, released in 1977. Crystal, of course, was Loretta Lynn's sister. Number four, Forever and Ever Amen. Randy Travis recorded that. It was released in 1987. Paul Overstreet wrote that song. Number five, Go Rest High on That Mountain by Vince Gill. Keith Whitley recorded it also in 1989. Vince recorded it in 1995. It is a very sad song that Vince penned after his brother passed away. The number six song on this list, You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones, released in 1969. If you try some time, you just might find. What a great song. I usually don't put much by the Stones down. They never were my favorite, and one reason why is I always associated them with the Beatles, not in any way except the differences. I was a huge Beatles fan, and I always felt like the Stones were the opposite of the Beatles. But in reality, they have lasted longer than most, and they're still plugging away today. An amazing career for those guys. Number seven, 
500 miles away from home, Bobby Bear, recorded in 1963. Number eight, You Ain't Going Nowhere. Now, Bob Dylan wrote it in 1967. In 1968, the Birds recorded it. Other groups like Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and others have recorded it. I would say it was almost a crossover to country. Number nine, Surf City, Jan and Dean, 1963. Surf City's a little town in North Carolina and Huntington, California. Brian Wilson and Jan Berry wrote the song. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Number 10, Strong Enough to Bend, 1988, recorded by Tanya Tucker. There's a tree out in the backyard. That's what you have to do in life. You have to be strong enough to bend. You do not want to break. It takes a lot of strength sometimes. Tanya hit it right on the head. Number 11, by Gary Lewis and the Playboys, This Diamond Ring, recorded in 1965. 1976, Queen recorded Somebody to Love. Freddie Mercury wrote that one. It is an amazing song. His vocals were like nobody else's ever, anywhere, anyhow. Just amazing. Sam Cooke recorded Wonderful World. Now, we'll talk about another song about Wonderful World that Louis Armstrong recorded later. But the first time I heard this song, Herman's Hermits did it. I had no idea who Sam Cooke was back in the when I was 14 years old or whenever Herman's Hermits recorded it. Sam recorded it in 1960. Number 14 by James Taylor, Carolina in My Mind, 1968. In 1967, the Everly Brothers recorded Bowling Green. Number 16 on our list of 29, Elvis Presley, Marie's the Name, His Latest Flame, 1961. If you ever get a chance, look at the Elvis redo on YouTube of this song. I really think how they did the redo, the music was a little bit better. It's still Elvis singing, but the only place I've really heard the band that sound like that and not on the top 40 song was on these redos. It's very, very good, and I recommend looking that up on YouTube. Me and Bobby McGee, number 17. Chris Christopherson wrote this song. I'm featuring it with Janis Joplin's version in 1971. They released it after Janis had passed away, and it is by far my favorite rendition of it. But all kinds of people have recorded it over the years. Jerry Lee Lewis, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, Johnny Cash, and Christopherson himself recorded it. That was the only one I had heard was Chris Christopherson's version when Janis Joplin's was released. Listen to that again if you can. The emotion Janis Joplin put into it is just nothing short of amazing. Seven Year Ache, 1981, by Roseanne Cash. Emmy Lou Harris helped on those vocals. Our 19th song, He Stopped Loving Her Today, by George Jones. 1980, considered by most as the greatest country song of all time. 
You may be noticing I have more country songs on this one. And part of that may be I watched that great documentary about country music by Ken Burns when I was making this list up. And so it did influence me. And I realized how much country music is really inside me. I always thought it was pop and rock and roll. But music's an amazing thing, and it can take you to many different avenues, and you feel right at home. Number 20 on our list, A Change Is Gonna Come. This is the second one on the list by Sam Cooke, 1964. There's a great story about this, but make it short. Cooke had some reservations for a hotel or motel, I believe it was a motel in a town he was performing in. When he went to check in, the guy at the front office would not let him check in because he was a black man. Instead of making a huge stink about everything, Sam Cooke did a first-class thing. He just went somewhere else and he wrote this song. It's a wonderful song. I believe Sam Cooke's very best. Number 21, Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard, recorded in 1972, about 3 in the morning, Poncho and Lefty. In 1959, Johnny Horton recorded the Battle of New Orleans. That's not on my list. 1974, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band recorded that song and made it so perfect that it still kind of rolls around in my head sometimes. Now, I thought Johnny Horton's version was excellent. I really did. 1964, J. Frank Wilson and the Cavaliers recorded Last Kiss. Oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? Number 24 on the list, I Have to Say I Love You in a Song by Jim Croce. It was written and recorded in 1973, but it wasn't released till 1974, after Jim Croce died in an airplane accident, kind of like Janis Joplin. It was released after those folks passed away. Number 25 on our list, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Credence Clearwater Revival. John Fogarty of the group wrote that song. It was released in 1971. You ever see the movie Chariots of Fire? The soundtrack, Chariots of Fire. The main song, the one that opened the movie and did play throughout the movie, those guys running up the beach without their shoes on. The Olympic team from clear back in the early 1900s. Vangelis wrote it, recorded it. Wonderful, wonderful soundtrack to one of my all-time favorite movies. Number 27, What a Wonderful World, Louis Armstrong. Where Sam Cooke's song, Wonderful World, started out, Don't know much about history, ba 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 I'm sorry, I shouldn't try to sing. Louis Armstrong started out, I see trees of green, red roses too. 1967, brilliant song, Louis Armstrong. Number 28, this is like a murder mystery come to the top 40 and to the country charts also. Ode to Billy Joe by Bobby Gentry. I don't know if anyone's ever quite figured it out, but something happened up there on Choctaw Ridge, that's a fact. And for our last song, number 29 on my 29 all-time favorite music songs, You'll Always Be My Hero 
by Ashley Marina. She's a 12-year-old girl that was on the auditions for America's Got Talent. Simon kind of gave her a bad time and made her sing another song, and they asked if they could have a little time to figure it out. And this is a song she had recorded for her dad. She's got several songs. You can find her on YouTube. Try to watch this one. They'll bring a tear to your eye. She's a brilliant songwriter with a very strong voice. Music really does shape us in so many ways. It'll remind you of happy times and sad times. It's always with you and always will be. It'll bring things to your heart that you thought were tucked away in there so deeply that you'd almost forgot about them. And a song will come on the radio and bring it to life and you're living it all over again. Sometimes they're sad, but usually even the sad ones, there's so much emotion that the music can help you re-experience that you're glad that you went through that one more time. So as we wrap up today's episode, I look back down memory lane at some mighty fine music, in my opinion. I realized that there was no Bob Dylan or the Beatles or Johnny Cash on here. That kind of makes me sad and it makes me amazed at how much quality music there is out there. I don't care what genre you prefer, there is some really good stuff to listen to. Some of these musicians speak right from their heart and it's able to penetrate everything and affect you in some way that you didn't even know you could be affected sometimes. Take you back to a Days gone by when looking back it seemed simpler, but at the time it surely wasn't. Music is almost a magical thing if I believed in magic. The only place I really believe in magic is in a young girl's heart. How the music can move you whenever it starts. Well, that'll about do it for us today. We'll probably do another one of these, maybe next year. I'll start my list tomorrow. You can access our website at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived, there are links to Facebook, numerous places you can access our podcast, our shop tells at Amazon store, a place where you can become a patron to our podcast, and a link that says my book that puts you into a place where you can buy our book. Always be kind people can see it in your eyes. I'll be back next week. Peace out.